Welcome to the Light That Breaks Planets podcast. I'm Simon. I'm Sunny. And today we are going to get right back where we left off last episode with a good, good X-Men Evolution recap. All right. Well, the we had left off. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> this is... This is going to be difficult. <clears throat> we had left off, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, with uh, Cyclops sure. under the bleachers, sticking up for Toad, who had yeah. been picking pockets yeah. against the uh, the the school football hero who Gene has a crush on. Duncan Matthews. Duncan. Yeah. The Dunkster Matthews. <laughs> Pretty sure they call him the Dunkster. Uh-huh. Like how your your high school white name was Vanilla Thunder. That's <laughs> <laughs> this, this, that this, is this correct. Guy's, this guy's Dunkster Thunder. <laughs> Dunkster Thunder. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, and, and I think we had left off with talking about how uh, Scott is uh, his disguise with the ruby red glasses mm-hmm. is not great. Not very functional. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Take uh-huh. us. Take us along, yeah, Sonny. Don't worry. Speaking of the ruby red glasses, uh, they fight, and those glasses, they just get knocked off. Well, of course. Because it's a bad design. Yes. I mean, he doesn't even wear a strap or like an athletic uh-uh. strap or anything. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, no. This, 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 yeah, this fool, his, his glasses just fly away, uh, and so his optic beam, they hit some fuel tanks <laughs> that are just... <laughs> Some fuel there. tanks are just there next to the high school football. I think field. it was like for the snack bar somehow. Uh, uh, are yeah. they like uh, gas for like the uh, stove? And yeah, stuff, something like okay. that. All so right. it does make sense, but I kind still of. yeah, kind, kind of, of. <laughs> it makes more sense than just random fuel tanks. But it's still pretty, <laughs> pretty convenient. That's a lot to put into order. All right. Uh-huh. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. So it causes a big explosion, and the bleachers on fire, and some of the like the burning debris lands on Scott's sunglasses. <laughs> so he's blind, and he can't actually get to his glasses without burning his hands. So he's just like wow. keeping his eyes closed this entire time. Uh, and by and by now, uh, Jean has gotten over there, and she like uses her telekinesis. These are words I'm saying. <laughs> her telekinesis. Okay. To like move them off of the glasses, uh, and saying like saying the wood, the burning wood, it's just too hot for her to touch. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> these are things that people say wow. in this good show. This fire is too hot for me to touch. Yeah. <laughs> what will we do? Um, but she can't. She can touch the glasses like right away. So. Which is strange, because if the wood was too hot, why aren't the glasses too hot? Hmm. Uh, this is, we're going to discuss this in depth, Daddy. <laughs> this is important. I to think me. I think we've you know mm-hmm. we might be overshooting the mark sometimes, but mm-hmm. I can see why you think these things are important. Yes. Yeah. So important. So very important. In a child's cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, like, Scott puts his glasses back on. It's fine. And Professor X, uh, he shows up in, like, his limousine with Storm. Uh, 
They're and but they don't actually is Storm the chauffeur. Storm is the chauffeur. All right. Yes. So <laughs> she's not here for somebody any who's worshipped as dry- a god. Yes. In Africa. Yes. Is a chauffeur in America. I think that's a perfect. Uh, it's perfect it's a, allegory. It's, yeah. yeah. It's gotcha. Perfect. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, Storm is Storm is just driving this fool around. Even he could drive himself around, but nah, too easy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and a limo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was important. We needed to. We needed to blow some of our our school's budget on a big limousine. Yeah. Huh. I think that's a little pretentious for the most powerful Maybe. telepath in the world to show up in a limousine to a high school football game. Uh huh. He doesn't even show up to the game. He's just he. Somehow he heard about uh, like the 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 explosion that had happened like uh, seconds before, and he's just there to wipe like wipe the minds of like Duncan and people who saw what had happened. Uh, and then immediately he he just drives away. He doesn't he doesn't like go to his students. He doesn't try to like help he's them. Not trying or, to comfort anybody. Exactly. And, he's know. just like wipe mind. We're leaving. Storm drive. <laughs> this is uh. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. He he he. Uh, like he's like wiping. Does Storm the... say where to next, Mister Charles? She does not. <laughs> okay, I'm just just wondering where they draw the line. Uh-huh. You know that's it's Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> it's old Marvel. You got a point, Dad. So they just drive off. The children are left in the dust, left to fend for themselves. And Toad, he's like... Let me ask you this other question. Who arrived first? Hmm. The fire department or Professor Xavier? I believe it was the police. Okay, so the police are there. Police are there. Okay. Yeah, uh, Xavier, he like wipes the mind of one of the police officers because even though there's no... Like, the police officer hasn't really said, hey, this is probably mutants or anything like that. He, He isn't like, hey, this is probably that Scott kid. He's just kind of like looking around and Xavier just gives him a headache. <laughs> That's pretty much what it seems to ha- what huh. yeah. I'm always really curious and we should do uh-huh. a whole segment or a podcast on pilot episodes. I like it. Because I mentioned to you I think last week about Night Rider and in his mm-hmm. pilot episode our hero falls asleep at the wheel. Yeah. I'm always so curious about the choices that they make in these pilot episodes to introduce characters yeah. and and all these kinds of They're things. They're all bad choices. Yeah, it seems to be a running thing that a lot of these choices are really bad. Uh-huh. Um one of the choices, uh, one of my favorite shows, which we'll we'll go to, and you've seen me watching it, is uh, Magnum PI. Mm-hmm. Well, we in the pilot and a few, together. yeah, and a few episodes after, in the first season, his internal narration has this crazy reverb on it, mm. and they get rid of that later. They somehow realize that Magnum's inner, like nobody's inner thoughts, have a cavernous reverb on them. <laughs> But it just cracks me up every time. And I just wonder, who was it who came up with the idea that, you know, this slacker, Mm -hmm. Vietnam vet, private investigator in Hawaii should have a cavernous reverb? The guy, look, you can't blame him, okay? He got hit in the the head real bad as a kid. (laughs) I mean... Like, that was just his life experience. His inner monologue is deep inside a cave. Mm -hmm. It's great. All right. Well, I think did you wrap it up? Are we wrapped no. up? No. no. This is not. This is the first 
first scene. <laughs> what? That's what I mean. Did we wrap up the first scene? Oh. We wrapped up scene one. We right? didn't. <laughs> oh, we're very boy. close. All right, we're very close. Okay. We're very close. You hit me with the rest. Okay. Uh, so Toad, he goes up to Scott. Uh, as... I forgot all about Toad. Yeah, he's just gone. Uh, but he goes up to Scott as he's leaving. He like he tries to thank him for like, making sure he wasn't beat to a bloody pulp. It's nice of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Scott, because it's kind of a theme throughout this entire show. Scott's just kind of a jerk. Hmm. Scott, he's just like, he just kind of sneers and he stalks off. Uh, and then Toad grumpily kind of like, shifts around and then he just uses his long greasy tongue to snatch up a fly out of the air and he eats it cut scene <laughs> yes actually <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's uh that's, that's the perfect the ending to this scene uh-huh like i understand that his all like his powers are very frog centric but was you know you don't gotta eat bugs out of the air, my man. <laughs> because you have been living in the world uh-huh. and you know what all these other foods taste like. Yeah. So it's like, why didn't you do that to some French fries? Yeah. Why a bug? Yeah, it's, it's a interesting, uh-huh. interesting. That 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 is an is a question also for another day about mutant rules and uh, to to my recollection reading the comics growing up from era to era or from uh you know um uh, book to book or whatever mm-hmm. there really are no set rules about yeah. mutation and how it affects anybody and you know if if this person has you know wolf instincts i mean how much wolf mm-hmm. instincts Logan is called Wolverine, but he's not really a Wolverine. It's just a nickname. Yeah. But he has these animal instincts. What a so. wild nickname, though. That's just like a very specific animal to be like, yes. hey, this. you know what this guy reminds me of? Well, do you know the orig- one of the original ideas for him was actually the honey badger? Really? <laughs> Which is a very ferocious animal. Yeah, but... But doesn't have a exact- very ferocious name. It doesn't strike fear in my heart. Yeah. Oh, the honey badger's going to yeah. come get you. Well, you know, it's a different time. And, and you know, Wolverine's original uh, costume, I, I believe, had whiskers on it and everything. You know, I have seen the... The, the painted whiskers, yeah. not actual whiskers. But it's so funny. It's like, you know, uh, superhero costumes have always struck me that way. Even when I was younger, it, you know, I wondered why mm-hmm. are these people dressing this way? Just because your name is Wolverine doesn't mean you have to put paint whiskers mm-hmm. onto like, your... I get if you, you want know. to protect your identity. You don't want, like, bad guys come after you, after you, your friends or family. And from an artist's sure. perspective, you want a lot of variety uh-huh. in how everybody looks. Yeah. Not everybody can just wear a black mask. Yeah. I get it. But, like, we don't... <laughs> we don't gotta wear, like, a, a stark white bikini. <laughs> that this doesn't is... seem very well, effective. My superhero name is the albino bikini. <laughs> Very creative. Villains run in terror from the albino <laughs> bikini. But not for the reason that you'd, re- you'd like. You know, <laughs> I take what I can get. The police are still appreciative mm-hmm. when I cover up. <laughs> yeah. So, Dad, you're always, you're always trying to get me to read like these great works of literature because I love I to read and I'm reading all the time. However, I, I don't read. I don't read the stuff you read. You don't. 
You don't. Uh, there's a there's a big uh-huh. gap between what you read and what I read. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm gonna get. I'm. I've decided. I'm gonna give you a chance. Okay. Tell me. I'm opening up the space. I'm opening the door. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, um, you know, I, I'm not going to go too highbrow on you mm-hmm. today. I've been trying to get you to read Kurt Vonnegut for like 10 years. Have you ever opened a Kurt Vonnegut book? Mm. Like Slaughterhouse-Five? That's his most famous work. I, for good reason. I know reason. of it, and I know like what it's about and everything. I've No, I've never actually read it, though. It's fantastic. It sounds great. I'm rereading it, actually, mm-hmm. for the, like, 30th time your mom's always laughing at me every time i pick it up she's like you know there are other books right <laughs> uh, you know and i of course read other books but i just so enjoy this book mm-hmm. and it's not like i say it's not highbrow um but there's it's jam-packed full of uh, uh you know black humor and funny ideas and great ways of uh you know uh making fun of uh humanity um love that yeah and and you know vonnegut is uh one of the masters of observing what's happening taking it to its most simplistic level saying you know kind of giving us that oh duh kind of a moment you know when we've been over analyzing and you know all this kind of stuff he just kind of narrows it down and and uh and Slaughterhouse Five does this, but it does it in a way where it's like going all over the place. You know, the uh, I believe the opening line is uh, Billy Pilgrim has come unstuck in time. Hmm. So we have a book in which our main character, sometimes from one paragraph to the next, is tripping through time and space to all these different places in his own li- in his life, and so. Uh, uh, so, you know, one paragraph, he might be uh, in in uh, a boxcar as a POW in World War II. And in the next paragraph, he might be on the planet Tralfalmador uh, later in his 40s or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of a book, but it somehow remains cohesive, which is just uh, a huge challenge in and of itself. So like, kind of like Naked Lunch, but without the heroin? Yeah. Okay. This one doesn't need the drugs. <laughs> this one doesn't need them. Gotcha. Uh, I have no idea if uh, Kurt Vonnegut... Kurt Vonnegut doesn't strike me as somebody who who, who did drugs, but mm-hmm. I, I really have no idea. It's, honestly, it'd, it, be, it'd surprise me if he didn't, because... I mean, <laughs> I, I guess when I say if he back, did it, back it doesn't, the early 1900s, like he would have been a heavy drug user. Okay. So, so if he experimented with him, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But he, he um, doesn't strike me as somebody who. Uh, no, the man, the man had a cough. Let him, let him take some coke. Okay. <laughs> uh, he he gave a great lecture, and you can find it on YouTube, and it's about storytelling. And one of the things that he uh, talks about, I think it's an uncle of his that used to take him out. And this is kind of the simplicity of, of, of uh, his style and how he would boil things down to, to their, you know, most simple form is that his uncle would take him out and, and maybe they're just at the park or something like that. And his uncle would just sit there and say, this is a nice moment. 
And I think uh, Vonnegut's personal philosophy that he was trying to share through so much of his literature is that, uh, yeah, life is full of really terrible moments. So Mm -hmm. really enjoy the good ones. Take the time to just stop and say, this is a really nice moment. You always, you always can tell when, when a moment's nice when you have to you have to say, yo, this is pretty good. <laughs> it's a way of uh, recognizing it to make mm-hmm. sure that you don't let the moment pass. Expressing your gratitude without, out of the world. Yes, exactly. Uh, Vonnegut was an atheist, so he didn't have a god to give thanks to, mm-hmm. so he gave thanks to the oxygen. One of, one of those hippies, yeah? Yeah, one of these humanist hippies. <laughs> exactly Oh, that. I think all life is valuable. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, All right, so uh, are you going to read it? You know, Dad, it sounds real cool and all, <laughs> but I think if I am to read this book, as you call it, you should read a book uh, that I have, I have enjoyed many times. Hmm. I own the entire I'm series. I'm scared to ask. Oh, uh, oh, I knew it had to be a series book. Uh-huh. It couldn't just be a one book. No, you know. absolutely not. Okay, so it is our main character. She's this girl called Clary, all right? She, li- she lives in New York City. She is an artist. Her be- uh, sh- she and her best friend, Simon... They, uh, they'll go. Simon's to like, a good name. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of cheap. I, all, all <laughs> the Simons own, I don't know, are pretty big losers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That was uh, rude. So she and her best friend, Simon, our opening scene is them going to this club. It's called the Pandemonium. And pandemonium. That's right. Wow. It's this club uh, where, you know, eccentric teens hang out. You know, it is a club where uh, underage kids can get into. And so Clary loves it there. She all like uh, Simon doesn't, but he's just going to hang it. Just support her. Hang out. Normally people named Simon are a little too high class (laughs) to go to a club. A little too lame, I think. Pandemonium. (laughs) But so they get into the club and when while they're in there, Clary sees a guy with a knife going after uh, this this boy that she noticed before. She thought he thought he was so hot. okay? (laughs) And she sees a different guy uh, going after this hot boy Mm. uh, with a knife. (laughs) And so Clary's like, hey, Simon, uh, (laughs) there's some violence to be had around here. Simon's like, okay, I'm gonna get security. Stay here. Clary does not stay here. Well, this guys named Simon are normally men of action. Uh huh. <laughs> Just jumping into the fray. Girl- <laughs> One moment. <laughs> <laughs> Girls named Clary even more, more actionable. Yeah. She well, goes after the knife wielding maniac. Let me get security. That's right. <laughs> I'll be right back, Clary. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she- why don't you think I'm hot? <laughs> <laughs> she. She follows the knife guy, uh, and she finds him and a few of his associates also wielding various weapons, uh, and they've cornered this, the, the what guy, okay, the what guy? Are they just Remember jealous him? of his good looks? Probably. Uh, the guy turns out to be a demon. Oh. <laughs> and they're demon hunters. They are an angelic race. 
uh, known as shadow hunters, and they hunt demons and other monsters uh, when they get out of line. And Clary... You're out of line, hot demon. (laughs) (laughs) You picked the wrong underage club to get out of line in. You should have known you couldn't have gone Uh, to uh, pandemonium and got out of line. (laughs) So Clary, uh, she... It's a bit shaken up about this, as you might, you might, uh, you can understand. And it turns out that Clary, uh, she is a shadow hunter herself. And they find this out because her mother was attacked and kidnapped by a demon. And then, uh, the demon. Clary's had an exciting life. (laughs) Clary's had a very (laughs) exciting few days. Yeah. Uh,. And the demon that had uh, kidnapped her mother comes back to the the house while Clary's looking for her, and attacks Clary. And she's been poisoned by the demon. Wow. Uh, the guy, one of the shadow hunters, his name was Jace. He draws these uh, runes on her skin. They're healing runes, uh, and only only shadow hunters can take those. If she was a regular human, they would have they would have uh, killed her. He's and taking he a big chance. Yeah, he, he did not. He did chance. not know that she was a regular Simon? human. I'll call an ambulance. <laughs> One moment, Clary. Uh, I believe Simon was at a poetry reading. <laughs> that sounds like a That's Simon. That's not a joke. That sounds like a Simon. Uh, yeah. He was so, reading his poem. Oh, Clary. <laughs> they take her to the academy. The, the Academy of Shadow Hunters and it's an academy. It's an academy, Daddy. It it's sounds more like good. a place where you learn how to kill demons. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. All right. They learn, they learn demonology. Demonology. <laughs> demons one hundred and one, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> if you stab them near the clavicle, they bleed. <laughs> if what? you stab them really? anywhere, they bleed. Actually, it's pretty, pretty, pretty standard stuff. Okay. Yeah, but not all of them. Oh no. No, no. Oh, no. That's why you got to know your demons. That's exactly right. And you got to know your clavicles. Wow. <laughs> this sounds uh, amazing. It really, it really is. I have dead. yet to hear the title of this book. Ah, and you never will. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. It is if by... If you don't tell me, I'm going to tell your mother. <laughs> I'm going to call the police. <laughs> And then I'll tell your mother she's a police officer. Yeah, there Kidnapped is. Kidnapped by a demon. <laughs> there are werewolves. There are vampires. There are warlocks. Oh uh huh. One called Magnus Bane, who is my personal favorite. Magnus Bane. Magnus Bane. You sure that's not a Star Wars character? That sounds suspiciously <laughs> like a Star Wars character. A little bit, but Magnus I, Bane, I the bounty telling. hunter. He's immortal, so maybe he was. Uh, maybe he. Maybe he, he did he live in a galaxy with. long, long ago. <laughs> maybe he came up with Star Wars. <laughs> maybe George Lucas <laughs> is taking credit from for this magic magic oh, man's beautiful story. Oh, George! Now you're Georgie. in trouble with Magnus Bane. Maybe George Lucas is a shadow hunter. Uh, <sighs> This uh, the series is called the uh, the Mortal Instruments. It's by Cassandra Clare. Mortal Instruments. Yeah. Didn't they make a movie of those? They recently? did. The movie was terrible, and recently they made a TV series, also terrible. <laughs> Do they follow the books at all? Do they kind of? Uh, I haven't actually seen the movie, uh, but I have seen the TV series. I remember and it was seeing so, it reviewed that it was like it Rotten was Tomatoes so, or something. So for Mortal bad. Instruments. Oh my yeah. goodness! And it doesn't. It, it's 
it's not just that the so writing. So what kind of the, bad? Tell me what kind of bad is it? Bad like it's bad like the writing is terrible. It's bad like the acting is terrible. It's bad like they don't follow the books pretty much at all. They just take oh this is a world that the books was built in, and these are the characters. Let's I make see. our own story completely. Make your own story. Yeah. Yeah, that's been done before to some mm-hmm. success, I believe. I'm trying to think of an example, and I'm struggling actually to think of one. Uh, you know, these offshoots of yeah. series. And probably I can't think of one because they're not really good. They were just probably successful in a ratings yeah. <laughs> you know, department. Uh-huh. Um, La- uh, later we find out that the... Magical world equivalent to Hitler is her dad. Uh, really? Yeah. There's wow. a lot. There's a lot that happens in the series. I I think you would love it, Dad. I think you, this sounds, will be your favorite book. It sounds like my bag. Uh huh. Totally my bag. Your bag of tricks, <laughs> yeah. baby. Because I'm totally into like action and adventure books. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Those Absolutely. Are Those things. are your favorite. Those are definitely my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, that's you're a big fantasy guy. (laughs) Huge fantasy guy. That's what I'm all about. Yeah, (laughs) I know you. (laughs) I know what you like. (laughs) You're living in a fantasy. I know. Well, what it sounds like to me is that neither of us is going to read the other's book. (laughs) I actually probably will read Kurt Vonnegut. Um, I hope you eventually. do. I, I honestly think you'll really enjoy I, I do was, too. I was I sitting in bed reading last night and I was just giggling to myself, uh, you know, and, and there I was actually thinking of you because there's uh, an alien race in the book that does a, a slight retelling of the story of Jesus, um, which I really enjoyed and I thought you would really enjoy it too. It's the life of Brian, but from the alien's perspective. The aliens that take Brian for like half a minute. I'll I'll give you a spoiler just real quick because I think, you know, it might entice you to read it. Uh, What they change, Jesus still does and says all of the beautiful things that he does and says, but what they change is that he's not actually the son of God. Okay. So what the point of that is, is that uh, he's not well connected. (laughs) Because the only reason to not kill anybody is if they're well connected yeah um and the only reason to listen to anybody is you know if they're if they're well connected okay yeah uh so anyway i think you'd so really he's just it. some random carpenter is like he's a yo random, let's love each he's other a homeless guy he's this who wanders around uh-huh and uh big old hippie is like yo this is a strange sex, way sex to workers clean your deserve phone. rights <laughs> Sunny is cleaning her phone <laughs> on her foot. She's sitting here. I have here, a sock. She's she, she, and she but she's rubbing. I mean, I I'm have a, I have a I have the opposite of a foot fetish because I know where feet go. Yeah. They walk into bathrooms, they want, you know, they 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 go everywhere and I, there's no way I even want to touch my own feet. Mhm. Let alone rub my phone on it and then put my phone up to my face. <laughs> to be fair, nobody in my generation ever makes phone calls. So this, this is isn't true. going anywhere near my face. This is true. You guys probably get angry when somebody calls you. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? What is this? Send me a text. I'm not trying to clean it on my foot. I'm just methodically rubbing it. <laughs> wow. 
This so is just... your phone has a foot fetish. <laughs> you know, you, or your you foot has a phone fetish. You don't get to judge my feet and it, their desires, okay? Well, maybe I should. This is so sad. <coughs> All right, Daddy. Yeah. We have one last segment. One last segment. Mm-hmm. Let's hit it. As you will recall, Alan Turing is a big part of my life. Correct. The biggest. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> he's a big part of your life. He's he's more important to you than your own father. <laughs> well, most things are more important to me than you. Ouch. Yeah. So, Alan Turing, he made this thing that has been called the Turing test. He wrote a bit he wrote this really interesting paper on it and I've read it and I uh and you know, I thought, "Hey, and it's it's basically uh trying to figure out a way uh how we can distinguish AI from an actual human." Aha. Mhm. Because you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I could be a Terminator. Could, could be anyone. I could and be I here from the you future. Are. Yeah. Yep. I'm here to terminate you and all of these things. <laughs> you know, you know, look, so you on and exactly. so forth. I'm going to do the terminating you stuff look. and to do do the things, you know, that, that the Terminators yeah, the things, do, you know. The things that they do. Yeah, exactly. You look, you look exactly like old Arnold, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> exactly. Old like Arnie. Old Arnie. Uh-huh. So... What I was thinking is I would like to make sure, to make absolutely certain that I'm not dealing with a Terminator. Okay. I want to make sure that you're not a robot. This sounds <laughs> sounds legit. I'm going to give you the Turing test. All right, let's do it. Uh, but I'm not going to give you the legit Turing test because oh. that would be too easy. Okay. I have gone to, and let me be clear, I do know how to... Like do the real Turing test because I have read his and like the paper Alan Turing wrote. Uh-huh. Uh Like that's not the problem. The problem is it wasn't funny enough. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. And Alan Turing, not known for his comedic <laughs> writing. What a fool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was all like, oh, science this, science that. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever, buddy. Science I'm trying to make. I'm trying to make a good podcast. Science is the least funny thing on the planet. That's right. You want something funny? You gotta go religion. <laughs> that's right. Religion is hysterical. Science, jo- that's not funny. Yeah. Joseph Smith, comedian, part time. <laughs> we don't have to get specific and offend people. I think we, we do. We just we just have to recognize religion, funny, science, meh. <laughs> science is all like, oh, facts of the universe. Yeah. Religion is all like, oh. Ugh. I had a theory and yeah. I tested it and I had a, my peers test it and we all came up to the same conclusion. Therefore, super cool, buddy. Uh. Yeah. So, Dad, I've gone to the most the most sought after uh, source in the world. Go to quiz.com. <laughs> okay. All right. It is very reliable, as you can tell by I the can, name. I can tell. It's the go-to. Mm-hmm. Are you a robot? Is what the quiz is called. Okay. I thought that was the first question, and I was already <laughs> stumped. I was already like, oh, man. Oh, shoot. They got me. <laughs> Cats out of the bag. First question, Daddy. <clears throat> what is your age? Number one. Wow. Under 18. <laughs> Number two, 18 to 24. Number three, 25 to 30. Number four, 31 to 40. 
Number five, <laughs> 41 to 50. It's <laughs> too many. Number six. Okay, we can stop there. We can stop there. We both know that I'm number five. <laughs> okay. Right? Number number five was 40 to 50? Right? 31 to 40, yeah. Oh, well, no. It was I, number four. I uh, said I'm number five. Oh, yeah. No, you are right. 41 to 50. Okay. I heard you wrong. All right. Number, number two, what is your gender? One, male. Two, female. There's no three. There's no three. There's no three. It's unacceptable. This is unacceptable. I, I'm gonna. I'm going to write a letter to gotoquiz.com and have them. Strict. Gender is a voyage, That's and right. I am a voyager. I'm a male. All right, you're boring. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. What does this say? And then there is a string of numbers, and I'm going to show those numbers to you, Dad. Okay. Okay. Oh, some zeros and ones. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Number one is zero zero one oh one oh one one zero one. Number two is high. Number three is binary. And number four is nothing at all. Well, it's binary code mm-hmm. for saying hi. Yes, but so which it's, one? So it's all of them. All of the above. All of the above is not an answer. Does not compute. I mean, oh. it means high. Oh, God. It means high. It means high. All right. Okay. We've chosen. All right. Number four. How were you told you were born? One, birth. Two, construction. <laughs> Three, no idea. <laughs> Good stuff. That, that is actually what happened. I asked my mother one time, where do babies come from? And she just shrugged her shoulders. She's like, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> no one has ever explained it to me yet. <laughs> I, you you ask my dad, okay? You ask my dad, and he can tell me, and then yeah. I can tell you. Uh, was is that is that all the? Those are all. Those are okay. Well, uh, this is another tricky one because technically, my doctor said I was constructed in a womb. Hmm. Now tricky. he did have a speech impediment, so I don't know if he was saying room or womb. Okay. So I guess I don't know. You don't know. I don't know where All right. No idea. I have no idea. Number five. Solve this problem. Mm. Zero out of two. Number one. Impossible. Number two. Question mark, question mark, question mark. And number three. CPU error. (laughs) (laughs) Zero out of two. Look, can I see visually what it says? Um... Oh, it's up there. Oh, okay. So it's zero divided by two. Well, zero divided by two is zero. Let me give you an example. Okay. You have zero cookies, Mm. which you try to divide between zero friends. (laughs) This is heading too close to home. (laughs) And now you are too sad (laughs) because you have zero cookies. And zero friends. <laughs> hey, Dad. Do we really have to? We have to talk about this now. <laughs> we got to really get into this. What was the right first then? answer to it? It was impossible. Oh. Um, I, I've computed a is, variety of scenarios in which zero divided by two is possible. So mm-hmm. I will just put question mark, question mark, question mark, because I don't think your human brain is ready to understand 
Okay. Oh, my human brain, huh? Uh, <laughs> As in your brain, uh, is it human? Uh, no, uh, everybody's human brain. <laughs> okay. Got my eye on you. Mm. Both of my human eyes. <laughs> you mean your visual sensors? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Do you know your mother and father? Number one. Yes, both. Two. Yes, mother. Three. Yes, father. Four. None. Five. Not applicable. I know my mother bored. You know your mother and she's boring? She makes you bored? No, I just... I know my mother bored. I don't, I don't know why that word keeps coming up again. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, so we're going with number two? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, what do you think of books? Or paper? One. Boring. Two. Zips through pages. More input. <laughs> More input. <laughs> Three. Cool. <laughs> Real cool. <laughs> cool, brah. Oh, books. Yeah. Books are like really cool, brah. I mean, like. It's super chill. Yeah. Like, I read this one. It's called Muscle Magazine. It's mm-hmm. my favorite book. It comes out every month. <laughs> it's super cool, brah. They write it really quick. Yeah. It's got lots of pictures. Uh-huh. Uh, what, was, what, what was the second one again? Second one was. Zip- oh, yeah. Zip, yeah. yeah. More input. That's why I prefer nonfiction. Hmm. I want real input, none of this fantasy garbage. <laughs> That's right. Which one, Daddy? Oh, that, that was it. Oh, okay. More input. That's the one gotcha. I want. I thought you were just saying the question. Nope. What do you think that you are? Human or robot? One. <laughs> one. I feel like I could have started with this one. And the whole thing could have been over a long time ago. Incorrect. This is a very nuanced quiz, Father. Very, okay. very uh, technical. You yeah. wouldn't understand. All right. I'm ready. Uh, human. Robot. Is there a third option? There is not a third option that I can see. I can look around, though. There's no cyborg option. Mm-mm. There's no option... Where you're a robot covered in living tissue. Unfortunately, no. But that would be very cool. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to have to go with number one. I am human. So you say. Why are you taking this quiz? One. Dare. (laughs) Two. Suggestion. Three. Curious. Four. My quiz search came up with it. I'm going to call you the quiz search and say that my quiz search came up with it. Fair enough. Number 10. Are you a gamer? Oh. One. Yes. Two. No. Three. Not applicable. No. All right. What would you do if confronted by a man with a knife? (laughs) (laughs) I'd call him a demon. Demon! (laughs) Send him to the... To the back to the hell. The hell fire he came from. One. Kick it out of his hand. Sorry. Kick it out of his hand. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Two. Run. Three. No idea. Uh, four. I would say... 
I need your boots, your clothes, and your motorcycle. <laughs> Unfortunately, there is no fourth option, so I'm going to have to ask you to choose from the three I gave you. I'll, I'll go with number one. Number one. Because I'm a, I'm a kick I'm it a out man. of his hand. That's right, man of action. Gotcha. What is a robot? One, a machine. Two, a being of great capabilities. Three, an outsider. And four, me. <laughs> I'm going to say a being of great capabilities. Okay. A little, a little fool of yourself. Okay. Uh, thanks for taking this quiz. One, welcome. Two, K. Three, smiley face. Four, zero, one, one, oh, one. I'm so glad they ended with that because that's what I was going to say. <laughs> zero, one, that one, one, oh, one. Yeah. All right. We will submit your answers. You are 48% robot. For only 48? Only 48. See? You you are a minor cyborg. You like to be called normal, <laughs> but normal is still overrated. Annoying, though. I do agree with that last part. Wow. Yeah. 48% cyborg. What? What? This is like 33 and me, right? <laughs> what is that? Is it 23? What's it called? 23 and me. 23. Because of the chromosomes. Yeah, daddy. exactly. Yeah. I know. I know human uh-huh. anatomy. <laughs> you, I am well versed in well, human anatomy. You don't know 48% of human anatomy, anyway. <clears throat> I, I don't know what 48% you don't know. I'm just covering my bases. You'll find out. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wh- uh, which half? Which I'm not telling. Oh, okay. This is a secret. <laughs> Which half have you not seen? <laughs> <laughs> Why does he always keep his legs covered? <laughs> he never takes his shirt off. He's a satyr. Is it shame? <laughs> <laughs> or something or deeper. Or cyborg. <laughs> I'm going to go around all like the, the insecure guys at the gym and just like, yo, you were a putt. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us today on another voyage, another venture, another odyssey into the... Oh, please. (laughs) You had nothing. I had something. I'm shaming you. I'm shaming you with silence. Let's try this again. Thank you for joining us on our voyage. As we strive to take over human cyborgs and robots alike.